This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grobian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 214. My name is Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing there, Kevin? Doing okay. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Uh, angry. You have that Euro fever? Or the Copa fever? Sure. Do you have both of them? Have you been watching? <laughs> yes, I have. I've watched you're just, every minute of every game. You're just riddled with fever at this point. Boils. <laughs> sweats. Got the Copa sweats. Except for the, there's the, the Fox Sports Network, too. I don't understand why they have that. Because I'm pretty sure no one has that. Oh. And they played, like, two or three kind of important games on there. So I had to watch them on the Spanish channel. <laughs> nice. I've been trying to watch. A bit of the Euro. It's good, good stuff so far. Have you watched any of it, Kevin, or or I the highlights or anything? I haven't gotten to see anything yet. Kevin, I'm gonna gorge. Then it Iceland is it? Yeah, they had a great match it, yesterday against Portugal. They tied up Portugal. One yeah. in ten people from Iceland. Ten percent of the entire country is in yeah. France right now. Yep. How insane! How insane is that? Ten percent of Iceland is in is in France for the Euro. Love it, love it. <laughs> it's incredible. All right, what movie do we have you watch this week? The Mysteries of Pittsburgh. The Mysteries of Pittsburgh. Pick this in honor of Central Intelligence coming out this week. Same director. We're talking about Rawson Marshall Thurber. Got a synopsis here based on Michael Chabon's novel. The film chronicles the defining summer of a recent college graduate who crosses his gangster father and explores love, sexuality, and the enigmas surrounding his life and his city. Mm. The city of Pittsburgh, I'm guessing. Uh, One would assume. I hope it's not. I hope it's Cincinnati. (laughs) This stars John Foster, Peter Sarsgaard. Uh, Who else do we got here? Sienna Miller, Nick Nolte. Mina Suvari. Hmm, I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah. This came out in 2008. Ryan, tell us a little bit about The Mysteries of Pittsburgh. Well, the main character, his dad is a gangster. His dad is Nick Nolte. And he goes about his gangster business, <laughs> but tries to keep his son out of it. And his son's going to school to be a and he's not really interested in that, but he's just doing it because he knows it'll make him money. And at the beginning of the movie, while he's still in school, he decides to get the job with the least responsibility so that he can have fun during the summer. So he works in a bookstore, and his boss is Mina Savori, and he banks her throughout the movie, and apparently she believes they're in a 
relationship, but damn, they're just, you know, having fun. So, he meets this other girl, really, really attractive, fun, and fun to hang out with the girl. And he then realizes she has a boyfriend. And for whatever reason, the three of them molesting out there in several. Well, one night, the one guy walks into the bathroom to get the other guy. And he is getting a blowjob from another guy in the bathroom. So he just kind of says, all right, I'll wait outside. Wait outside till they're done. And then they continue talking. And apparently this girl is unaware of this entire thing that her boyfriend loves guys. So he, this, uh, this first guy... Uh, I can't keep track of their names because none of them are. Well, I've never seen any of them before. But uh, he falls in love with this girl and tells her that he loves him and that she, he loves her. And she also decides to leave her current boyfriend because he disappeared for weeks on end. Meanwhile, the first guy is aware that the second guy works for his uncle, who is also a gangster. But this guy refuses to tell him what's really happening with their relationship. So he's with this girl for a couple weeks, also, this guy comes back and one thing leads to another, and both guys end up getting together. And they spend the rest of the movie trying to get him out of trouble with these gangster guys. They can't do it, so eventually he just leaves for good. <laughs> <laughs> just gives up. <laughs> he gets up, or he steals this the first guy's bike and just runs away. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't get together with the girl, he just runs away and then the movie ends. Yeah. Oh nice. <laughs> so what'd you think of this? That's one way to wrap things up. It was, it was very, very confusing. Confusing, huh? I couldn't figure out who loved who and why they loved each other. And the only thing I knew was the same guy worked for the first guy's uncle. And he was a bad guy. <laughs> but okay. beyond that, I was very confused. Because there was right? Yes, it is. It's very com- complicated, complex. Extremely complicated. When it gets too complicated, the... you just leave. <laughs> just run away. <laughs> just run away. Just get away from me. Uh, I know as far as away as possible. Mina Savari's character's name is Flocks in this in this movie. Flocks. Yes. 
P H Flox L O X. That's the name of a flower. Flox. Bought some flox a couple of months ago. Got flox in my backyard. Yeah. I like it. I like flox. So I don't know if I would name someone after it though. It's kind of odd. Flox. Flox Lombardi is her name. That's such a made-up name. <laughs> I mean, it, it, obviously it is, but usually, when, you know, when people make up names, they kind of have like, oh, I could see that being a real name. That's not, like, that belongs in the Hunger Games. And John Foster's name's Art, Art Beckstein. Peter Sarsgaard's character's name is Cleveland Arning. Oh. And Sienna, Sienna Miller's character's name is Jane Bellwether. So those are hmm. some of the character names that you couldn't remember. Ryan, is there anything more interesting besides their names? Because it seems like right now that's the most interesting part of this movie. Um, I think their names are interesting. I think, <laughs> I think they're stupid. Oh. Huh. Like, why, why not name your character as halfway normal names that appear connected? Understand, at least understand that part. Are you familiar with the the work of Michael Chabon, the author? Um, no. Uh, he wrote. Uh, did you ever see the movie Wonder Boys, or ever hear the movie Wonder Boys? Nope. Have Have you, Kevin? Are you familiar with Wonder oh, Boys? Yeah. I've heard of Wonder Boys. Yeah, he wrote he wrote that book. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what else he did. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Doing what I know of. <laughs> I, just, I thought you were going somewhere with it. Mm. No, I was just checking to see if uh, either of you were familiar with the guy. I just, I thought, I thought like you had, you had something mapped out here, like a list or but something. That ended, <laughs> yeah, that, that kind, of, that ended rather quickly. Yeah, that's the only one I know. I could look it up here. Uh, let's see. He also did. Uh, Fountain City. He did The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. Uh, oh, okay. he, did, okay. he did Summerland, The Final Solution, Gentlemen of the Road, and The Yiddish Policeman's Union. Okay. Alright. I'm not, I'm not familiar with any of those uh, no, novels, but apparently he's a pretty celebrated author. I liked Wonder Boys, the movie at least. It was okay. Okay. This one, I don't know. I mean, maybe... It's. I'm sure that the the book is better than the movie, but from what you're telling me, Ryan, the the movie sounds pretty dull. Like there doesn't seem like there's a lot going on here. Like he he meets a girl and then he just leaves, <laughs> and her <laughs> and her boyfriend turns out to be gay, and then he gets together with another guy, and then they, and then he leaves. Is there her boyfriend also worked for his uncle? So there's yeah, I, like a, I do like that you keep coming back to that. Yeah, we're 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 a little hung up on the fact that he Well, I think I, it's I, just that, because it's it's the only thing that he has a grasp yeah. on. The amazing <laughs> so part of the story. Is the boyfriend, the guy that works for the uncle, is is that Peter Sarsgaard's character? Yeah, uh, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what it seemed like. How's how's Nick Nolte in this? Um he isn't that much, but I hate his raspy voice. Oh, I like Nick Nolte's raspy voice. His nickname in this movie is The Egg. Ooh. 
He's Joe the Egg Beckstein. That is a gangster name right that's there. A tough, that's, that's a tough name. Watch out for the egg. You don't want the egg coming after you. You'll get scrambled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do they do any egg puns? Please say yes. No. <laughs> no? God. Damn it. Hmm. There's a 38 on Metacritic. Uh, let's see. On Rotten Tomatoes, this is a 12% with 37 rotten reviews, 6 fresh. There is a critic's consensus here. A listless interpretation of Michael Trebon's first novel, Mysteries of Pittsburgh, features none of the source material's charm, but has the coming-of-age film cliches in abundance. So would you, would you say that is an accurate statement, Ryan? Lots of coming-of-age film cliches? I, I guess. I mean, from what you're describing, it sounds like that is, that is true. I just see it coming of age and confusion. Hmm. What what is confusing about it? Is it like the relationships? There's the... too much shit going on, and I mean it's all I don't have lines. The names are the names confuse me. Also. The fact that I did not know except Nignaldi and that piece so it's just. So being unable to recognize faces puts you at a disadvantage, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. And the name and the names kind of trip you up. A little, but yeah. It's it's interesting. There's a review here from the Boston Phoenix that yeah. says it guts the book of complexity and ambiguity and reduces it to another trite coming of age story with a badly written voiceover narration oh, by geez. a boring by a boring post adolescent so according to this review the book itself is even more complex than the movie yeah <clears throat> so apparently they even dumbed it down well apparently i'm dumb well no i'm not saying that i'm just saying that the book was even more complex. Uh, yeah, a lot of people just ripped this one apart. So not not a very good follow up. Well, for... I mean, just uh, looking at it, you know, just looking at the IMDb page and your your lead actor is John Foster, who I've, I've never really heard of, and just looking at him, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is this is this has to be dull. Yeah, this just has to. This is bland. Interestingly, and I'm sure that this is maybe some sort of typo, but on the Rotten Tomatoes page, the release date says April 10th, 2009, wide. On DVD, May 9th, 2006. So I'm wondering if this actually came out on DVD first and then they released it into theaters? Because that almost never happens. There's really no point in doing something like that. Yeah. So I don't know if there was... uh, I don't know what the deal with that was. I never heard of this movie. Me either. So I've heard of the book. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, I didn't even know that this was something that existed before I started doing research to pick out your movie. So, hmm, I don't know. Let's talk about Ralston Marshall Thurber. Now, this is a director that I think you you would be into, Ryan. He directed Dodgeball, a true underdog story, which I know you're a big fan of, right? Yeah. He also directed Where the Millers. Did you like that one? Yeah, I thought you liked that one. And then he did Central Intelligence, the movie that's coming out this week with Kevin Hart and The Rock. And he also directed Terry Tate off his linebacker. That, I was kind of I was circling back to that right now actually. He did the 
Terry Tate office linebacker short, which was amazing. <laughs> do you do you remember that, Ryan? Do you remember the Terry Tate? No, I knew. How do you not remember Terry Tate office? Yeah, linebacker? maybe maybe you didn't see it. I don't because uh, I feel like if you saw it, you would definitely remember that. So, what do you think of this of this guy? You've only seen three of his movies as of now. What are your What are your they, thoughts after? The only ones were okay. The so the mysteries dramatic ways. Um, this one I don't like. Mm. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts on Mysteries of Pittsburgh before you give your drum roll? Uh, I need more time, or need more it time. needs more time. I think it, it, need, it needs more time. It needs more time to develop. I think he's falling asleep. It sounds like he's falling asleep. Right. Yeah. It needs asleep? more time to develop. What do you mean by that? You, you're still processing it? No. Uh, the movie itself? An hour and a half long, and there's a lot in it that confused. Ah. Oh, okay. so they should have stretched this sucker out to like two and a half hours. No, none that man like two hours. Two hours. Just put in some more in sweet spot, some more stuff to just kind of inject some more stuff in there to for clarification. Also, develop I the story like, a little bit. The movie could be I can figure out if it was supposed to be ironically funny or if it was supposed to be serious because. Bees boring, and this her character is dumber than a box of rock. Like, uh, it, the, uh, that Peter Scorsgard guy, his name is Cleveland in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he tells, like, he's talking about something, and he says something about like Cleveland. And. She is, her first line is, you mean the state? She says it really, really serious. <laughs> so I can figure out if I was supposed to laugh or... It sounds like that was a joke. Be shocked that you know Cleveland was <laughs> You didn't know if you were supposed to laugh or be genuinely concerned about her well-being. <laughs> About her state of mind at that point. <laughs> it does sound like a really confusing movie. It does. It's on IMDb at least. It says adventure, comedy, drama. Now, adventure. Ooh. I I would like to contest that. I nothing about this seems like an adventure. Like oh, it's what are they, what are they do, going to the Amazon or something and swinging on rope vines. The whole the whole. Uh... Trying to get out of the gangster life, I guess, would be adventure. But where do they go? Because to me, adventure. They're just trying to get (laughs) Cleveland out of the life. But doesn't I mean maybe I'm that's just my interpretation of adventure. But to say something is an adventure, I imagine like going off, leaving your home area and going off to yeah, a usually, different place. You usually go on like some sort of journey. Yeah. Or you're, you know, trying to accomplish a task or find something. The gas station <laughs> like five feet away from my house. It's a journey. You're looking for something. Yeah. Hmm. 
All right. So do we Let's ever go. find out what the mysteries of Pittsburgh are? Yes, anyway, what are the mysteries of Pittsburgh? Uh, I guess that uh, I guess that's part of the confusing shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think Pittsburgh's why, like really why, confusing. Why did this girl or why did this guy is banging Mina Savari? Then he told this other girl they hung out with their boyfriend forever that he loved her. Then he told him that he loved him. Then he went back to her. Sounds like Art doesn't know what he wants. Art's the confused one. Because, yeah, and I don't think there's that many mysteries to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a pretty straightforward city. I I think think so, too. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, smokestacks. A lot of smokestacks? There you go. That's true. They got them rivers. A couple mm. rivers in there. Well, I don't really, I don't see how that makes a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery smokestacks. What? What's that smoke? What it's is people. that smoke? It's people. Is it people? It's people. That's what happened. Uh, really uninspired poster on this one too. Looks just just awful. The poster. Correct. And I like how they they're able to throw Sienna Miller in a bikini at the bottom of it. Of course, we, we got it's to. It's the mysteries of Pittsburgh. Where is she suntanning? I did too. <laughs> On top of the smokestack. Well, I forgot about the fact that at the very end of the movie, he kills himself. What? How? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. Because of the smokestack. And Wait a minute. Hold on now. Did you just... What what happens here? He kills himself? Pierre Scorchon. Oh, I thought you were talking about the main character. It's just like, what? No. I love the stuff that you forget to mention. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty major thing. What happens now? He he jumps into a smokestack? He jumps off of a Like, he climbs up. Oh, he He's trying to escape police. Climbs up the smokestack. Then jumps off the top. Now, that's sad and everything, but you're trying to escape police. What makes you decide to go up a smokestack? Because there's uh, only I one think, place to go from there. I think he realized that he wouldn't be able to ever fully get another gangster life without killing himself. Oh, so it was like a conscious thing. Uh, He's like, all right, I'm gonna I mean, it. like. Hand towards that, but I assume that's what happened. Mm, okay. Mm. Interesting. All right, well, let's give you your drum roll on this thing, Ryan. What do you give the Mysteries of Pittsburgh? Three. It's three out of ten. Mm. I feel like they're throwing out a lot of threes of late. That's a good call, though, because that's the dullest number. It is. Yeah, this movie just sounds so blah. Just not interested in this one at all. What do you think about Central Intelligence? Are you interested in this one? The trailer make me laugh. It seems like one you'd be into. Yeah. The Rock, I'm Kevin Hart. Pick it out when he comes on video. Okay. Pick it out when he VHS. <laughs> it comes out on video. Go down to the old Hollywood video. I'll give it, give it, give it a one night rental. Goddamn it! Oh God. Uh, what's your what's your take on Central Intelligence, Kevin? I know we talked about this on the regular show, but I mean, it looks like it could be all right. I'm not going to bother seeing this in a the theater. No, definitely not. 
But, uh, you know, when it comes out on VHS, I might <laughs> give it a rental. Hmm. All right. Any final thoughts, Ryan, on Central Intelligence or the Mysteries of Pittsburgh? No. All right. There we have it. I think that's going to do it for this week. You can send us your questions and topics to podcastfilmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at FilmPulseNet, at FilmPulseKevin, and at MyLegsDon'tWork. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash FilmPulse, and consider helping yourself by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. Bye.